All right, so, um, can you tell me something I really didn't need to know? Hey, Mom, tell me something I didn't need to know. So how about let's learn something we really don't need to know. And here we go again. Woohoo! Take 972. You are one funny girl, girl. Oh my god. Some days, some days I am. Some days you crack yourself up. Oh, usually. Yeah. And welcome to Tell Me Something I Didn't Need to Know. Now you've heard lots of things you didn't need to know. Here's another one. I'm Mary Swartz. And I'm Hannah Green. Which does help if you're trying to tell us apart. So you know how I crack myself up? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. So uh, I think that I should be able to crack everybody up. I think you will. Yeah? Yeah. So you want to tell them? Okay. So if you guys stay tuned at the end of this after we say goodbye, we love you, blah, 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 you're going to hear Hannah on the other podcast. Uh, yeah, so last week while we were recording, I may have malfunctioned a time or two or four. Her mouth just malfunctioned. My brain and my mouth were not coordinated last week. Nope. And... I took full advantage. Yeah, yeah, Mary did. So if you need a little more laughter... Stay tuned at the end. So if you're new, welcome. We are two real-life sisters. We share... Odd stories, uh, interesting stories, <clears throat> facts. Bizarre stuff. Yeah, you never... What the quite, fuck stuff? You never quite know what you're going to hear here, but there's a good chance that at some point you will hold your head and laugh and roll your eyes with us. And very seldom is it useful in any other portion of your life. Although, if you listen to us long enough, you will never be boring at a party. That's true, and you will learn swear words. And you might get drink ideas. Ooh, drink ideas are good. We always have drink ideas. I know. For yeah. example. For example. Good segue. Today. Drink drink ideas. Today, <clears throat> we're actually doing two different ciders. Yeah. So Not at the same time, and we did not mix them together. No. Uh, we are starting with Farmhouse Cider Punch Bowl Sangria. It is fruity and juicy. It is a Michigan hard cider. And uh, yeah, it's 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 black cranberry and blood orange and citrus blossom mixed with apple. 100% Michigan apple. It does say on the can, fancy crystal punch bowl not included. Oh damn it! I don't have one of those. It is fermented and packaged in Hudsonville, Michigan, not too far from our home. No, nope, that's true. All right, let's yeah. give it a shot. I love blood orange. Mm-hmm. Me too. Oh, this is nice. Ooh, we that, could be friends. That is very crisp and tart and clear and lovely. <sighs> this is why you and I are friends, because you bring the best drinks. You're welcome. I have the liquor cabinet. You bring good drinks. And when I don't bring them, I mix them. Yes. Yes, you do. One of my many hidden talents. Hell yes! All right. All right. Have you a fact of the day for us? Yes. Are you ready? Yeah, of course. Llamas can be used as guards against coyote attacks. They spit in their eye? Studies have proven that one guard llama is an effective protector and can kill attacking coyotes. How many? It just says coyotes. It doesn't say how many. I mean, there's a difference. One llama versus two coyotes. One llama versus 12 coyotes. I don't know. These are not facts that I dig deep into. Hmm. These are just facts that I report. Okay. Kind of like the weatherman. Well, I just want you to know that my random fact of the day, yeah, which I just accidentally erased off my page, 
And oh my I gosh. To, I have to, oh, here we go. Okay. All right, ready? All right, I'm ready. There's a Lego bridge in Germany that you can actually walk <gasps> across. Oh, yes. I have a picture of it, and it's really cool looking. Look. Oh, yes. It is in, you know, I'm going to butcher this, Wuppertal. It is home to Lego Brook, also known as Lego Bridge. It is a bridge that looks like it is made of candy-colored Lego bricks. Um, it is not actually made of giant plastic bricks. It is made of concrete, and it was painted to look uh, like that. Oh, okay. It's still really cool. It is very cool looking. It really does look like it's made out of Legos. How? I mean, what a way to make you smile, too. Right? I mean, it's got to make you feel good, even if you're I just know. walking like to work. It's still got to make you feel good. I know. I think it's pretty awesome. Unless you're the old Scrooge. It was painted to look by the popular building toys by street artist Martin Huwald. Cool. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that everybody can use just a little more whimsy in their life. Yes. That is for sure. Yeah. Life's too short. Oh, my God. So. All right. Speaking of fun. Yes. Well, I don't know if this is fun nor is it really magical, but. Police in Indiana have confirmed that a kangaroo is on the loose in Carroll County after escaping from its owner's property. The Carroll County Sheriff's Office have confirmed that the kangaroo escaped from the owner's property near the towns of Patton and Yeoman. The kangaroo is one of two owned by the Carroll County resident who was not named, and the resident does have permits to keep the exotic pets. Notices that have been posted to lost pet groups on Facebook warn residents who spot the kangaroo not to attempt to catch it as it will become spooked and probably flee the area. The posts say the angel animal is not dangerous, but is likely to be afraid of strangers. And I, I think I'd like to live there right now. <laughs> oh, look, last week there was a crow hopping down your street. Today, there's a kangaroo. That would be awesome. I would love that. The thing is, kangaroos actually kill people. I know. I didn't say I'd go up and try no, to no, pet no, it. No, no, But they're like, it's not dangerous. Kangaroos can be dangerous. They can though, be, Especially yes. if, if spooked or provoked. Yes. So They can be. But that is pretty cool. But I'm not one of those stupid people that think that wild animals are there for my pleasure. Well, speaking of stupid people. Yes. Security officers <clears throat> at a South Florida airport, Fort Lauderdale have reported finding a handgun hidden inside a traveler's luggage. Okay, that's not nor that's not unnormal. Packed inside a raw chicken. Who takes a raw chicken on a plane? Why would you put it in your suitcase? Who takes a raw chicken on the plane? That's got to stink. And I don't know whether it was a checked baggage or whether it was a carry-on. That's going to stink. In Florida. You know what that's going to do with any clothes that are in their bag? Ew. That suitcase is ruined. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It happened today Does while it, we're recording do they, this. Do they think that it's not going to show through the chicken body? I mean, to hell with a gun. Don't carry a chicken. Here's the thing. If an x-ray will show through a human body, it will sure as fuck throw, show through a chicken. No, see, that's going to be a carry-on. That's going to definitely be a carry-on because you can, you can, as far as I know, travel with guns in your checked luggage as long as they're not in you your You have hands. to declare them and they can't be loaded. Okay, well, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that was probably a carry-on. A chicken, a fucking chicken. And raw. And can you imagine, say you get away with it, okay? Let's just say you get away with this. How long is this flight and are, people are going to go, 
start moving away. <laughs> well, it's probably in the overhead bin. But <laughs> now you have to retrieve the gun out of the raw chicken. Oh, that's disgusting. And you're going to use it. In Florida. You're probably going to use it to commit a crime. In Florida. What do you think the chances are that the gun jams because it has raw chicken decomposing guns. chicken in it somewhere? That's so bad. So or, bad. Or look, look. You're trying to commit a crime, but you can't hold on to it. It keeps falling <laughs> out of your hand because it's slimy, slimy from from raw, gross chicken juice. That is what the fuck is wrong with people? If people stop being wrong, we wouldn't have anything to do. Oh my god! All right, hey Mary, yeah, you have a story for I us. I do. Are you ready, Hannah? Are yes. you ready? You yes. Sure. Yes. You talk. I'm gonna drink. My story is titled "The Useless Employee." Mary? Yeah. Please don't do a story about my job. <laughs> this is funny. Okay. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Is it an animal? This is over in the United Kingdom. Animals oh, are. Hold on. Wait a minute. Animals are not employees. Mary? What? Is this a sex doll? Nope. Is it a mannequin? They don't get paid. You pay employees, right? Um, but, you know, you did this story once about a brothel. They got, you know. It was not a brothel. It was a sex hotel. It was a sex doll hotel. Yes, and they got paid with <clears throat> food, or with, I'm sorry, free room and board and accessories and clothing. <laughs> and That was a good story. <clears throat> I'm suspicious already. 10 Downing Street. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Probably yes. not a sex doll. <laughs> it's located in London within the United Kingdom. If it sounds familiar to you, it should. The building is constructed out of yellow bricks, but has been painted black. And this Are was... they Legos? Nope. Nope. I mean, it's yellow brick. It could be Legos. <clears throat> they're not yellow anymore. I know. They painted them black, but you could paint Legos. You could. How do you know they're not Legos? I read the story. No. It says, it just says yellow bricks. It doesn't bricks. say whether they're plastic. It could be Legos. Have there you inspected the building? Stop drinking if you're going to argue with me. Wow. <clears throat> I'm going to take my cider and go sit on the other side of the table. I have 12 bottles of wine within reach. I can handle it. <laughs> All right. The The building is constructed out of yellow bricks, but they've been painted black. They're, yeah, they're Legos. This is done because of the pollution in the city. Slowly over time, the pollution was causing dark discoloration to the bricks. And it was eventually decided to take care of the problem by simply painting the entire building black. Construction on this property started in the 1600s. And since then, many occupants have been in and out of 10 Downing Street. Many, many occupants. Within the 100 rooms in this home, 10 Downing Street is not only the office, but the residence of the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. And according to gov.uk, the Prime Minister is the leader of His Majesty's government and is ultimately responsible for the policy and decisions of the government. As a leader of the UK government, the Prime Minister oversees the operation of the civil service and government agencies, Okay. chooses members of the government, and is the principal government figure in the House of Commons. I'm trying to figure out who the current Prime Minister is, because they've gone through a few recently. They have gone through a few recently. It's not the woman anymore. She's no, been replaced. she resigned. And then the, the Queen... Uh, what's the word? When they appointed. Appointed one like the day or two before she died. Yes. Yes, but I can't remember their name. Um, Rishi Sunak. 
Yes. As Minister for the Union, the Prime Minister works to ensure that all of government is acting on behalf of the entire United Kingdom, England, Northern Ireland, Scotland, and Wales, making 10 Downing Street definitely one of the most important buildings in the whole world. Right. Now, does any of this take you back to high school and government class? No, it actually does not. Thank God. And FYI, I didn't do so well in that particular class myself. But this story, it's not about high school or government class. It isn't even about the prime minister or his duties. It really isn't about the building that has stood there for around 350 years. This story is about a guy named Larry, who's a civil servant, who has served under the previous four prime ministers and now is serving under his fifth, who is Rishi. What? Sudnet. Larry lives at 10 Downing Street full time, and he may be the only one besides the prime minister and his family who does. For anonymity's sake, I'm only going to use first names in my story. Okay. I'm not going to use Larry's last name because there are several small scandals swirling around him, which oh. I can personally neither confirm nor deny. The scandals have given the public reason enough to demand his resignation. They want him out of there. It has been stated that if Larry doesn't want to do his job, the job he is there to do in the interest of his country, then someone else who does want to work should replace him. Larry doesn't have a strenuously rough job. He greets visitors when they arrive and they enter 10 Downing Street. He has greeted Barack, Donald, Melania, Queen Elizabeth, the Duke of Edinburgh, he has even greeted students from local universities who come for tours. He greets them. He welcomes them in. Come on into the building. Follow me. Let me show you the way. Is he a duck? No. Does he speak English? As far as I know. Well, you know, I'm just suspicious. Because you're you, always suspicious. You like to do stories with a really <coughs> fucked up twist. Where you're like, at the end, you're like, Andy, Larry's a potato. And I'm like, what? <laughs> at least I've never done that. And one of these isn't true. <laughs> Fucked was, up twist. But it was fan-fucking-tastic. When greeting visitors and ushering them into the building, Larry wears a uniform that must always be clean and crisp. He is generally pleased to see people, eager to meet them. He has a happy-go-lucky attitude that blends well with his salt-and-pepper hair and his slightly shorter-than-average stature. Larry is also in charge of security for the building. I was just going to ask, you said shorter of statue. I was going to say, is he, shorter I was than gonna, average. I was going <clears> to <throat> say, is he a gnome? I didn't really get a height. No, he's not a gnome. Well, from your, your like little hand gestures. Here, I don't know how he, tall he is. He could be anywhere from my height to an Oompa Loompa. True. You're right. Um, so Larry's also in charge of security for the building. He has several employees that work under him due to his seniority. Freya. Lola, and Cromwell. And one other weird job that Larry has to oversee daily, he is in charge of the antique furniture located in various rooms throughout the building. I'm not really sure how these jobs are connected, but somehow they are. And although it sounds as if his days are busy, none of his jobs are all that complicated. He seems to have the capacity to do them because none of them have been given to someone else. Larry has been criticized for his job performance and his attitude. He's gotten into arguments with other staff members, which have actually led to physical altercations. It is rumored that Larry got into one such altercation with a new staff member, Palmerston, who worked in the foreign office, right on the front steps of 10 Downing Street. The altercation was so intense that Larry lost the collar to his suit, and Palmerston had to be treated at the local hospital for deep scratches and a wound to one of his ears. Maybe Larry tried to bite it? Was Larry the dude that bit the ear? 
Oh, that was a nose. That was a nose. I was just going to say, does Larry secretly work for Beyond Meat? (laughs) I don't know. Anna knows that sort of thing. (laughs) Larry has also had some medical issues that have come to light after the last visit to his doctor, but whatever they are, I couldn't find them because Larry's medical records are not for public viewing. A worrisome thing, Larry has also been found sleeping on the job, and he is a little friendlier with the female staff than is felt necessary. I can fully understand why the public is demanding his resignation, but for some reason, whoever oversees the employees at 10 Downing Street says no. Larry does not have to resign. Whatever is Larry holding over their heads? He's a civil servant. Remember that. Yes, but we just had an article or a story about animals that are mayor, so why couldn't a dog be the breeder at 10 Downing Street? It's not. Oh, I'm just, just got to check. Inquiring minds want to know. According to Larry's Twitter account, he has no plans to go anywhere. He vows to remain in his position as long as he can. Quote, the king has asked me to become prime minister because this nonsense has gone on long enough. End quote. And, quote, lots of people are asking whether it's Liz Truss or Jeremy Hunt who's in charge. End quote. It's neither. I am. I'll be here long after they're both gone. Wow. A little cocky. Yeah, no shit. This is Larry's story. Okay. Larry has come a very long way in his life. His past is not the average past of someone that you might meet in the political world. He is tough. He can be hardworking. He is creative. And he is extremely resilient. After four long, hard years of being homeless and living on the streets, Larry found himself working at 10 Downing Street. Born in 2007, Larry lived on the streets begging for food, and seeking shelter. Hold on, wait a minute. When was he born? 2007? Yes. And he has salt and pepper hair? (laughs) He's a fucking animal. He's a cat or something. Yes. God damn it. (laughs) And he sought shelter wherever he could find it. At some point in time in the first four years of his life, Larry found himself living at the Battersea Home for Cats and Dogs. Established in 1860, Battersea is an animal rescue center for cats and dogs. And in 2011, employees from 10 Downing Street were looking for a pet for the Prime Minister's children. And they brought Larry home with them. Instead of just bonding with the children, it was discovered that Larry was an incredible mouser. And thus, Larry became the official chief mouser to the Royal Cabinet. All right. The first years of Larry's employment, he did well, but as the years have slid by... Larry's drive to catch mice has decreased like helium in an old balloon with a hole in it. Pest controllers have to be called in an average of 29 times a year to deal with errant rodents. And Larry seems to have put his stamp of approval on the old adage, the more the merrier. Battersea is happy that Larry came from their shelter. Adoptions were up 15% after the public became aware that Larry came from the rescue site. And since Larry, a number of their animals have become very well known. Palmerston... Remember the one that had altercations with Larry? Yes. And he came out the worst for wear? Yes. He came from Battersea. The right. Duchess of Cornwall, Camilla, has two rescue dogs from there as well. Charles Dickens was known to support them, as well as Elton John. Freya made her home there, as well as Gladstone, the chief mouser to the treasury. Indeed, Larry does greet visitors at the door of 10 Downing Street, often leading them into the building. He does wear a uniform of sorts, a bow tie, frequently in the Queen's colors. He is in charge of security, 
of the rodent sort, although rumors of him sleeping on the job are all too true. He is in charge of the antique furniture, but only for verifying that it has napping ability. His flirting with the female staff, that results in him getting a little extra love and attention, and his happy purrs resonate throughout the rooms of the building. Larry is an adorable gray and white tabby who, at the age of 15, sleeps more than anything, but he is still loved and adored by all. His lack of killer instinct in his later years has earned him the name Lazy Larry with the tabloid newspapers. He is indeed a civic servant and is no one's property, resulting in him outlasting four prime ministers and who knows how many more in the future. Freya has since been appointed co-chief mouser in a job-sharing arrangement with Larry. <laughs> Larry has a reputation for photobombing and is frequently seen with various prime ministers and dignitaries and famous people from around the world. Aww. And that is the story of the scandals swirling around Larry, who could not and would not be removed from office. You are on an animal kick lately. I love it. That's the useless employee. <laughs> He's not useless. He catches mice occasionally. No, he really doesn't <laughs> anymore. Well, okay, he used to catch mice. <laughs> That's why they have to catch. They have to call in the rodent people. I know the exterminators. <laughs> he he tests the furniture. He brings smiles to people's faces. Uh huh. Aww. He's very adorable. If you look at pictures, he's very very Aww. adorable. That's very sweet. I thought so. Well, we love those kind of stories. You know, I enjoy writing. You them. start telling stories, and if you're not giving me enough details to make it sound like a human, I'm like, oh, all right, what are we talking about today? I went back through and I tried to humanize every detail I could about him. <laughs> I tried so hard. You did a good job. You did. Oh my gosh, that was really good, Mary. Thanks. I hope that everybody enjoyed our story today. It was silly. It was silly, but it was really cute. I hope it made him smile. Yeah. Aww. I do. Smiling's good. You know, again, I think that everybody needs a little more whimsy in their life. Yep, they do. You're right. Thank you all for being here with us. We hope that you have an amazing day. We love you. Until next week, stay mischievous. Bye, guys. The trial began two years later after Christian had been extradited. The trial began two years later after... Christian was extradited. You put him in a box instead of you. <laughs> Will you stop? You're the one that told me to drink. If you put him in a box. How old are you, honey? You can say no. And ship him first class. All right. <laughs> Let's go back. During the spring of 2009, a grand jury convened for the murder of Jonathan. On March 11th, 2011, Christian was charged with the murder of Jonathan in Los Angeles County, California. Christian was ex. Jonathan was extradited. No, Jonathan was dead. Yes, you're right. Jonathan was dead. bitch! <laughs> oh, let's go to the bloopers. Son of a bitch! God damn it! That is so going in the blooper reel. <laughs> All right, let's try this again. Happy drink and try again. Let's try this again. Okay. Are we ready? Maybe. Okay. Okay. We here at Tell Me Something I Didn't Need to Know really appreciate the time you spent with us today. 
Hopefully you learned something unusual today. You can find us on Facebook at Tell Me Something I Didn't Need to Know or at tmsidntk at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter at tmsidntk, which are the initials for the title. Suggestions, ideas, comments, corrections, send them our way. We take them all. If you enjoyed your short stop with us, please feel free to follow the podcast, leave us a rating and review. That lets us know how we're doing and helps others to find us. This podcast is hosted by a couple of sisters who research, write, and edit their own stories. All other editing and production is done by Mary Swartz, and the original artwork was created by Hannah Green.